This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery. Bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> This is the besotted pride of West London podcast. And we're literally we're in extra time. There must be, I don't know, 30 seconds left, a minute left in this game. At the very, very most, Brentford have got a free kick. Whistles coming from the home end. I haven't been this kind of nervous for a long time. Looking at the clock every 30 seconds, 15 seconds, hoping, hoping that we're going to get... Yeah! That's it. We got the result. Oh my words. End of the game. Brentford 1, Millwall 0. And uh, you can say we probably deserve to get that win today, but Christ, we almost threw it away again. It was a really, really hard fought point. To be fair to Millwall, I thought Millwall came here and they fought us from the beginning to the end. They looked a half decent outfit in the fact they looked organised. They're hitting us on the break, they were fighting for every ball. We had Derby come down here a few weeks ago and they were like insipid, they were rubbish. Compared to that, Millwall at least came down and gave us a fight and they made it hard for us. And we thought, typical Brentford, they may have fluffed it in the end, but no, we managed to hold out and we got the three points, our first home win of the season. I'm feeling a little bit more relaxed now. How are you feeling? Uh, much better now after uh, our first home win of the season. I thought uh, two good teams, actually. Millwall were a tough side to play against. And I think our man in the match, first half with Sawyer, superb. Really controlled the game. Second half, uh, Bentley really came into his own. Two brilliant saves before the penalty save. Again, superb. Really good performance from us against a good team. Well done, Brentford. Heart was in the heart was in the mouth a lot of the time today. Don't you think so? Oh, too much, far too much. I mean, did you think there was that stunned stage that we weren't going to get the three points? Oh, absolutely. And the penalty moment was was that moment where we weren't going to get it. So Bentley, amazing save. Bentley, I mean, how many saves have you been? Obviously, he saved the penalty, and he had about two or three saves in that second half, which are two being tremendous, wasn't it? Absolutely. And I think another turning point, Vive, Vive coming on. It's funny because you see, we haven't seen him for a while, but he looked lively, he looked dangerous, he looked quite up for it, Vive, didn't he? Yeah, he's, he's what we need. Listen, you can hear, the match has been over for a few minutes, but everyone's clapping, they're singing. You can feel that people really, really needed this. There's some hugging going on in the, you know, you've got Bentley's hugging, Dalsgaard, the fans are clapping, they've stayed behind. 
Listen, we, we needed this quite badly. You've got celebration playing. I've not heard of celebration. When's the last time you heard celebration playing? About three seasons ago. <laughs> so here we go. Listen, the Breeze fans are at me and we got the three points here. Um, in the day, listen. I don't, I don't know what else to say. Result. Result? I mean, are you happy with that or do you think we kind of fudged it a bit? Come on, you bees. It's a big win. We, we missed some chances, but we, we took a, an aerial assault in the second half and we stood up to it. And fair play to the boys for doing that. At the end, some of our game management wasn't great. We had the chance to hold the ball up top and we didn't quite do it. We missed Sawyers when we moved him wide. And to be honest, we're badly lacking someone like Canos to come and give us an attacking impetus as a sub. But it's a big win and a great win. If, if Millwall are going to go away disappointed, they got the ball in the net just after the penalty was given. But you have to play to the whistle. It's a big win. Come on, you bees! You bees. This is the. It seems like this was the day or this is the period for uh, for the teams in our manner. Birmingham City got a great result against Cardiff last night, winning one nil. We had uh, we had Barn Bar Bolton were winning two one as well against Sheffield Wednesday, as far as I know. So all the teams in and around us seem to be doing all right. So it was good for us to actually have got a point today, wasn't it? Or the three points today. Yeah, we we'll go for three. Um, oh, we needed that, really. I've spoken to you after most of the games. Where I don't know what to say today. We didn't play quite so well, but finally got that little bit of luck we needed really with the penalty and uh, we'll, we'll go back and we'll laugh about that but we did alright there was some good stuff in there the nerves kicked in at the end you know you can talk about whether it's game management or not but they were desperate to hang on a little bit at the end and they threw at us they put the giraffe up front um, but all in all enough good stuff we needed three points we got it happy days happy days happy days I'm talking to the characters over here at the end of the day we were saying listen we got the result today yeah the ironic thing about it is that we played better than this and got nothing though haven't we yeah, yeah we, it was a tough game today I tell you they threw everything at us uh, big boys dirty looking play I think it was we were, there was only one football team a day mate that was us and we came through in the end thankfully I mean it was, it was I mean the thing is ironically when we went 1-0 up that was actually a, almost a thorn in our side because that's when we actually got into a bit of trouble, didn't we? That's when we stopped playing, we stopped playing. Then we started panicking because we won it up for the first time in a long time at home. I don't think we knew what to do with it then. And then they threw everything at us. Uh, it, was, it was back to the wall, I think it was, second half. But we actually stood firm. Um, so now we did it. We did it in the end. So you're happy with that point? <laughs> yeah, I'm happy well, with that point. point. And the other two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll have that. I'm so, I'm so used to saying that we only got one point. That's the thing. We did draw, didn't we? <laughs> Listen, up from Let the south be. coast today. Up from yeah, the yeah, south coast today. Yeah. and uh, lucky omen. It's your, your lucky omen because you've, you've not seen us lose, have you? Not this season. Not last season. Sometime the season before that. Yeah. Was your heart pumping in that game? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, it's like it's relief at the end, wasn't it? That was big, big sigh of relief. One's never enough. I think at the moment but we just about held on now they battled really hard yeah, yeah. They, they came at us when we scored they, they put us under like I said to you we played, we played quite a few teams this season and you know we're not going to say what we've seen teams that are good some teams are bad some teams are average and it's funny because we had Derby County come down here with their multi-million pound team and they were horrendous and then you've got a team like Millwall come down here and to be fair okay they might not be the a full of, team full of stars but they, they, they gave us a proper game and at least they gave us a game of football yeah in a lot of ways they, they were unlucky not to get something out of it um a penalty a penalty for one yeah which you know so so you know that time we had a bit of luck like that you know it's, we haven't had a rubber the green so far have we so a penalty save we'll take that so you're going to go back to South Coast Abbey today yeah yeah of course yeah UBs I'm generally happy anyway so yeah UBs 
great result. Great result for the Bees. You know, not the best performance probably and uh, nail-biting last half an hour. But we got the result, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I think we controlled the first half with our possession without being... without having many chances. But... Um, yeah, yeah, we got the goal. We looked a far better team until we got the goal. And then we looked under the cosh. And then we just looked very nervous, which I suppose we're about because we draw every game. But yeah, well, you know, we stood, well, we stood tall, didn't we? And we kept going and we had a bit of luck with the penalty. Bentley played well, saved some good chances. And I think we can move on from here now. I think, well, you know, we played good football. I thought we were a much far better footballing team than Millwall. And we've just got to use that as a, a springboard to, to kick our season off now which I think we can do was this I mean, a good example of I mean like Millwall they did come at us and they were really big and you know they made a substitution and brought on even bigger players and we had to sort of kind of deal with this um, did we deal with it adequately because we don't necessarily you know we don't necessarily deal with that sort of aerial or threat type football very well do we well, when you look at it it's almost a case of what can you do isn't it you've got was it number 35 looked about 7 foot tall the fellow that came on looked about 8 foot tall it's like unless we want to put our team full of people of a a similar size what can you do I think I'd like maybe see Bentley come out and command the 6 yard box a little bit more but I I don't know I think we did well you know the pressure was relentless and we, we, we kept going we kept them out so yeah it did work but what can you do these championship teams are big strong teams if you want to watch a big strong team without any ability then, you know, go to Millwall or go to QPR. But if you want to a team that have got little fellas who want to play football, then go to Brentford. It's what you want to, It's what you want your football to be. And thankfully today, football won over muscle and height, didn't it? You know? Yeah, and as you say, I mean, as we're talking here, I think, look, look, they're walking down the street. We've got the Millwall players walking down the street, coming towards the Griffin here. And, I mean, he's got to be that. He's got to be at like six foot seven, six foot eight. He is, yeah, and he's having a duck underneath the telephone wires, isn't he, that's going from <laughs> roof to roof. He's so tall. It's like Land of the Giants. But yeah. no, we've done well. But, they, they, you know, they've got no footballing ability. Millwall had no footballing ability. All their chances were if we gave away a silly free kick or they had a corner. You know, if they had a corner, we, you just thought, oh, no, you know. But luckily, they couldn't head the ball for fucking Toffee. Oh, oh, no, stop swearing. But they couldn't head the ball for Toffee. A lot of the headers were going sideways. Let me see if I can all chat to them, like, you know what I'm saying? So, listen, yeah, Millwall boys in the house, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm the Brentford boy, and uh, I know you didn't quite get the result today. Did you think it was a it was a tough, tough game? We've got Richard Lee here as well, just yeah. escorting them out of the manor, because he knows the manor. Well, tough game for you today. No comment. No, 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 I'm just saying, but Rich, Rich knows, Richard knows, Richard Lee, you know us as well, and you know us as besotted people, and, you know, we're all friends here together. It was, uh, we thought it was a very tough game. I mean, we, we had Derby County come here a few weeks ago, and they were terrible. They didn't give us a game at all, but you guys gave us a proper, proper game, and to be quite honest with you, you missed the penalty, which is a bit unlucky from your point of view, but, you know, did you think you should have got a result today? No, not okay, so there's a bit of a media blackout here from the Millwall characters. Richard, Richard Lee, but you know, Richard Lee, I mean, you watch this game today. Mm. How do you think? Because we've been gutted. Brentford have been playing some great football, like Millwall from what I've heard, but haven't been quite getting the results. We finally managed to eke out a result today. I mean, how do you think this game went? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it was a tight game, I think. Uh, obviously, from a goalkeeping point of view, it was great to see Dan Bentley and, and uh, play and play to the level that he did. And I think if it wasn't for him, probably a draw today if, uh, if not a different result so now credit to 
uh, that's credit to Brentford, I guess, for, for digging in, in the end. It's interesting, again, we're not saying that, you know, I'm not taking anything away from Millwall to talk, because like I said to you, I think that they played really, really well. But this is one of the games which we found it tougher against. We haven't played as well, like Borough last week, we smashed them off the park. Derby, we smashed them off the park. But today, we found it really difficult. Do you think it was like Millwall's style of football, which is, allows, they, they constrict teams in the, in the style that they play, and they're very good at hitting them on the break. You know, what, what do you think it is? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen Millwall a few times this season. I don't think anyone's ever going to have an easy game against them. They're, they're, they're good. Like, they probably should be higher in the league than they are. So it's, uh, uh, that's a big win, that, for Brentford. Yeah. Kick it on from here. We've obviously got the win. How do you, how do you, how do you think we'll get on from here, Rich? Uh, the team's ready and set up to, to, be, you know, to be top six, I think. But it uh, hasn't quite started the way it should have, in my opinion. Listen, good luck to you. Good luck to you and good luck to you as well, my men. OK, wicked. Nice one. Cheers. So back at the pub, um, after speaking to Elliot, or not speaking to Elliot, is this, but Richard Lee gave us a little bit of a chat as well, and he told us what he thought of the Brentford team. And now we're back in the booze, and we've got the Millwall massive in the house here. But first of all, we've got the Liberal Nick. And the Liberal Nick's got a few words to say on this game, because at least we got our three points on the table. It wasn't necessarily pretty. It wasn't necessarily the best that Brentford have played, but it's three points, and three points is three points, isn't it? Absolutely. First home win since April. Fantastic news. And, you know, I recognise season starts here. The reason I wanted to actually contribute tonight, Billy, was I actually wanted to praise the referee. I thought the refereeing performance today was superb. Given some of the rubbish that we've had to put up with in the Championship this year, Lee Probert, who is a Premiership referee, you know, I mean, I'm sure some of the Millwall are probably complaining about what happened over the penalty, but as a whole, I thought it was really fair on. He made a lot of decisions, or let a lot of challenges go, stuff that in the Championship we would have seen cards produced, we would have seen the game stop-start he let the game flow in a good way and I reckon I'm first to criticise when referees have a bad game this time I think we ought to really ought to say all championship referees should be sent a video tape of this game and said look how a premiership referee did this game well it's interesting you should say that because you're the first person that I've spoken to who has actually praised the referee because every other person I've spoken to thought the referee was absolutely appalling today and uh, these are Brentford fans and Millwall fans so um, maybe you are correct or maybe your glasses from the West country are sort of showing a different type of game no 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 i reckon it's because we're so used to bad refereeing in the championship that today we saw a premiership display at a championship ground and all if we can go the rest of the season seeing those refereeing displays we'll do well we'll be challenging for promotion before you can say promotion promotion <laughs> but other than that I mean the game today are you pleased with what happened that the fact that we actually managed to not let a goal in the last 20 minutes which looked quite likely well I was absolutely screaming the only, the only downside was that I felt in the last two minutes of extra time we should have been heading that ball for the corner there should have been long balls into the corner you know me long ball Nick I'm famous for it yeah. but I thought that we were a bit you know I thought we were trying again to keep playing if you've got 90 seconds to go in a game where you're leading 1-0 where you have one at home since April for hell's sake start start thinking about where you're going to play with the ball put it into the corners keep it down in the near, in the opposition's corner flags OK listen we've got the Millwall in the house here we've got the Millwall halfway line we've got James who was on our podcast this week and James gave us a little bit of an early vibe about what 
Vilmore, Millwall. I was thinking about the Zeppelin still. I'm still, I'm still surprised. I'm still waiting for the Zeppelin to come over, and it just, uh, it just hasn't taken place. But was, we talked about it a little bit earlier in a couple of days about how Millwall approached this game, and uh, I think it's very much like what you said. I mean, you were tenacious. You, uh, you were at us from the beginning to end. You did not give up, and uh, as you can see, there's a fighting team. You must be disappointed you didn't get at least a point out of this game. Yeah, we were. I think we were disappointed not to get a point. I think we were tenacious. We really got stuck in. But, you know, I just thought we lacked a little bit of belief. We've lost Steve Morrison up front, and without that, it felt to me like we were hoofing it a little bit too much aimlessly forward and just hoping for the best. Having said that, I thought we could have easily got a point out of the game, and I thought that actually... That, you know, the incident in the game really was that Lee Probert didn't play advantage and um, and 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 pulled the, got that goal back for a penalty. If that had stood, we would have got that. We, we, you know, we would have got a point, which I think would have been a fair result, to be honest. And it's interesting because you talk about that. I mean, we just spoke to Liberal Nick here, as one of our Brentford podcast guys, and he thought the referee had a brilliant game. Um, some of us thought he had a pretty Funny terrible enough. game. And, yeah, <laughs> but, but, but you didn't think. I mean, forget about the penalty incident. I mean, we talked a little bit earlier, and you weren't overly happy with the ref's performance, were you? No, no, no. I thought. I thought he, but for, for one thing, I just thought he broke the game up, and he, he's one of those classic referees who've been near the Premiership who wants to be the star of the show. And actually, he should have let the game run much more. And I thought too often he was trying to put his own ego at the centre of the, 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 the action rather than letting the players do the talking. So he, it's interesting because the Liberal Nick thought that he actually made the, play, the game play a lot more than it would have done. So, well, I'm sure Liberal Nick would, but <laughs> but you won. <laughs> yeah. So, but look, at the end of the day, I mean, like Millwall today. Like, I mean, just talk about Millwall season. You, this season, uh, we spoke at the beginning of the season. You wrote for our blog, and uh, you, you you noticed that everyone had predicted Millwall to, to to be relegated. Not us, mind you. I would like to yeah, say, yeah, yeah, but yeah. most of the other teams, Leeds United, Leicester Villa, they put you down for a relegation, and you said that's what we love because everyone writes you off everyone writes yeah. well Millwall with this scenario so it's going to be a fighting season for you do you think you've come out fighting this season I think we have come out fighting I don't think that was a team who were fighting for their lives today I thought that was a team who you know could comfortably be in mid table uh, what the, the big challenge for us is that we've lost three of our key players to injuries and a small club like Millwall struggled to cope with that so the challenge for us now is to come through this and start to learn how to win games again because I thought we did enough today but it was a lack of commitment conviction and belief that stops us winning that game so I'm uh I'm still quite optimistic, but I, you know, like, like, you know, for clubs our size, it's going to be a roller coaster. It's going to, and uh, you know, it's big, big, big game for us against Birmingham next Saturday. So we're in the Bruiser here. Got a couple of pints of Pride and uh, Pride on Phil. We're at the Bobby Booker. Uh, Bob Booker was in the pub with us earlier. He was drinking with us earlier. And he was telling us all sorts of tales. You'll hear that on the Besotted podcast, uh, probably on Sunday or Monday as well. But uh, really funny, really funny bloke, really lovely bloke as well. And it was a Bobby Booker unfiltered um, social from the boozer so we, were, we had lots of beers and we had lots of towels and it was all very very good um, and then I'm standing at the bar here and then um, yeah please yeah and then you have more unfiltered activity because we've got one of the Beast fans here Mark he's giving us the unfiltered view of what you thought what was going on the pitch today can you tell me I loved our performance today I thought we were committed all over the park Clarkey at left back absolute star of the show Bentley in goal man of the match uh, superb penalty save but ultimately I think and I hate to say this the focus of the match which should be all about us winning at home and getting three points is about the match officials I thought they were probably the worst three match officials that I've seen at any level in football ever 
the match official, Mr. Prover, strutting around like an arrogant peacock in the middle of the park, not giving challenges, and that invites Millwall to make more and more challenges and become more and more physical. The pushing and shoving in the box and outside the box largely went unpunished. With half an hour to go, I predicted to my friends all around me, he just needs one rash challenge from Brentford in the box and he will give a penalty. Fortunately, um, Bentley stepped up and made a fantastic save. He's my man of the match. But, you know, we should be talking about Brentford getting a win at home, moving up the table. But unfortunately, most of the controversy will be around the match officials who I thought were just shocking. So it's interesting because the Liberal Nick thought that he thought the referee was brilliant. So we've got two contrasting views here. Um, Well, Liberal Nick, he must be sniffing dung from the West Country or living on unpasteurised milk because, you know, I can see his control of the game was consistent in so much that he didn't punish what he should have punished, let a lot of stuff go that maybe had he pulled it up earlier in the game it might have been slightly different Millwall were never really a big threat to us I have to say Um, I thought they were an adequate side until the number 19 came on they had a little big big threat up front but he was again pushing shoving causing problems causing mayhem in the box but I think we just played really really well we were solid and worth the three points Bill (laughs) so we got we got the three points and that's all that matters isn't it Exactly. That's, exactly, that's exactly right, you know, it's probably the, well, I would say worst we played, I think worst is a real negative word, probably the least impressive we looked for many a week, and we won, there's the irony there, where you, you know, we've played other teams off the park, we didn't really play Millwall off the park today, it was, it was I wouldn't say it was an even game, I think we absolutely deserved to win, um, we, got a, we got a big chunk of luck today, the referee could have let play go on and they would have equalised and then you know I, I think you know everyone in the stadium was thinking oh here we go again but Daniel Bentley pulled off a, a really good save it, was, it wasn't a brilliant penalty um, I wouldn't say it was an easy save but he guessed the right way and he, you know, he did what he had to do I think the mo- most important thing for me really was like you know, I thought Fjellen played really well Dallas Clark played really well um, I still, Josh Clark Josh Clark played very well yeah, on the wrong side uh, Lassie Vibe looked bright when he came on I thought more played didn't do much wrong. Um, he still doesn't look like. So, three points, mate. That's where it's at. We've got three points. That's all that matters, isn't it? Literally, is all that matters. I say. I say the result over the performance. You know, I, I wouldn't say that was. You know, I wouldn't be as negative as to say that that was like the worst we played. We didn't play badly today, but probably the least impressive that we've been for several weeks and I want we go we get we get the, the maximum haul. You know, we play better than that and not one. So, you know, I, I that's all it's about and I think Brentford fans today were quite happy just to go home with three points knowing that, you know, it's it, we can win at home, we can win at Griffin Park. So really it's about getting doing the same again next week by hook or by crook, we've got to get another three points. I thought I thought I thought there were some positives there today. I thought Morpay ran his socks off. Um, it was good to say Vibay back. I thought Josh Clark was great. Obviously Bentley was was really good. He's you know three, four, or five really good saves. Um, Mill didn't do massively amount wrong. I don't think. 
but you know they, they started to go really route one and it was good to see that we could cope with that I thought BLM had a solid game Dalsgaard had a pretty solid game you know and um, so yeah I'm, 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 I'm really con- I'm really I'm really content um, obviously I'm not massively over impressed but who cares tonight to be honest I mean you've got to give all their credit I mean, in the second half after we scored a goal they came at us they I mean there were shots on goal they, you know Bentley scored a pull of some absolutely teething tremendous saves in that second half and if they scored one of those goals it could have been looking different for us because they were really put us under pressure didn't they yeah I mean it's, you know it is a cliche you know but we've heard it and it's, but it shows it's true fine margins fine margins other games those those long distance shots those curling shots that look like they're going in the top corner do go in the top corner today Bentley tipped, tipped it round the post and he's, you know another day um, the, 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 plate, the person that takes the, the penalty slides it the other way and it, it goes in and the keeper's gone the wrong way today you know it, it, it went our way and it just shows you you know we say it a lot it's a nine month season and you know, we, 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 we looked comfortable today without looking particularly special. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just glad we could hold out those, you know, the, those last 10 minutes, last 15 minutes, Bill. They was like, oh, God, we were counting down the clock just to prove that we could hold out and win. And we did. And I think it probably did us a favour as, as Brentford fans. We, we know that we can go, you know, we, we, we can be pushed and it can be nail-biting, but we can hold out to win. And, you know, I think the lads did particularly well today. And, you know, I'll just bring on Sunderland next week. And I think, you know, more of the same. More of the same. We play in Sunderland next week. There, I think that Sunderland will not be as tough a team. I mean, not, not, let's not write them off. But I thought Millwall today was going to be a bit of a banana skin, and we've got over the banana skin. So hopefully, Sunderland will come down here. Their confidence is not high. I've been talking to a lot of Sunderland fans recently. The um, Love Supreme boys are coming down, and the Roker Report boys are coming down as well, boys and girls. And all of them saying it's not looking very good for them at all. So listen, Brentford, we need to sort of carry on with this. Put nail, put the nail in there coffin next week but what I would say is that don't forget to check out the Bobby Booker social which we recorded today in the pub we were in the pub here today and it's absolutely, absolutely teething tremendous day as well it should be up on Monday maybe Monday you can catch it on the way to work and uh, some wicked stories about Brentford going to Corfu after the uh, before the Leyland Daft Trophy and uh, you know just Bob Booker just, 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 just telling the tales really wasn't he it was unfiltered yeah um, and I say like Love Supreme coming down next week Love Supreme are kind of like Fanzine royalty, I would say. They're, they're like they're the dons. They're, they're, you know, they they with with it was the whole generation of uh, you know the fanzine innovators. You know, I'm not saying Poseidon was the first by any stretch of the imagination, but we we, we we when quality fanzines started to emerge, Love Supreme were were right up there. We always like we're always really jealous of being able to produce a fanzine, uh, a club that, that had 30, 40, 000 people like went to see. So. Um, Full-time business for them as well. It's like, yeah, that's, that's their day job. Yeah, no, it'd be interesting to meet them, and uh, you know, I look forward to that. I, I look forward. You know, how, how can we be bored, or how can we ever be flippant about? You know, Sunderland coming down to, to, to Griffin Park, you know. So, yeah, let them come. Let them come. So, Besotted Pride of West London podcast, we've got our three points against Millwall today. Please subscribe to us. Please put some comments in the comments box. We talk about it now every week on the podcast. This week's podcast is very funny. Matt Allard is still getting hammered for wearing his Chelsea shirt years and years ago. Absolutely gutted. But that's the way it goes. But listen, let's tell you something before we go. Because I've got, got chip We've got the Brian here. And the Brian, the original Millwall massive. Brian, you've been following Millwall 
football for years, have you not? I have. Yeah. And today, I mean, I know today's result didn't go according to plan, but you're still very happy about how, how Mill will be going, haven't you? I think we played very well today. We were beaten, but it could have gone either way. I think both teams are going to be safe this year. I, and I was quite pleased with developing a new squad, and it's going quite well. I mean, listen, today, I mean, you, you, I mean, you really did give us a lot of... I think you give us a lot of grief today, especially in the second half. I mean, yes. you got us under pressure, and you've got that penalty, and if that penalty had gone in, it would have been a draw. It would have been a draw, and I thought that would have been a fair result. But if I was a Brentford supporter, I would have said we played well, and we uh, maybe we got away with this one, but it was a good game in the end, second half. Indeed, and Brian, I mean, you've been supporting Millwall for how many years have you been supporting Millwall now? 65 years. So 65 years, and you've seen some ups and downs, and you've seen yeah. some games and everything like that. I mean, what is the, what the most exciting times for you? That's been in the last 20 years, because you can look, you can look at the uh, post-war teams, but if you look at the last 20 years, we've been in a cup final, we've been to Europe, we've, been, uh, we've had three promotions and about six playoffs, so you can't moan about that for a team our size I think we've done very well you get people moaning we should be down but you've got to put where you are in perspective so it's been the last 20 years I, I think it's been our best years and, and what's the worst time for you can you just pick a match where you think oh no that's really bad Barnsley they beat us always beat us and the last time we beat them it was the most dreadful night about six years ago and the only way we beat them on a dreadful uh, dull, cold night is when they headed in their own goal. And historically, I mean, just go back 20 or 30 or 40 years ago, is there any moment that you could pick out, a Millwall moment that you could pick out? I suppose when we got promoted to the old first division and we were at home and we lost 4-0 at home on the last, we'd already got promoted but because we lost at home, Palace never went up. <laughs> that made you smile. Wow, well, you got you got to have a laugh at that. Yeah, four-one. I forgot that. Yeah, they managed. Yeah, that's right. But losing 4-1 That was Palace didn't make That's right And Lynn was with me And she couldn't make out Why I was laughing (laughs) (laughs) So it's those moments That's right So listen Brian Listen Good luck to you Good luck to all the Millwall boys And girls who come down here today I hope you've enjoyed Your day out in Brentford Everyone normally does This is Besotted Pride Of West London Podcast Check us out on Thursday We'll be back again From the pub As we always are All over the place Enjoying ourselves But as we say I know I've got all Millwall fans here So they're not going to come And say what we normally say As we say at the end Of this podcast We say so, come on you bees come on you bees come on you bees come on you bees it hasn't quite worked this week <laughs> away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.